This is Faith. And this is Anna. And you are listening to Let's Let's Just Go Go For One. One. This podcast is sponsored by Nicholas Ludwa, managing partner of Harbortown Financial Group. Nick builds customized financial plans for individuals, families, and small businesses. He focuses on retirement, investment, and insurance planning for individuals and businesses. From detailed retirement plans to just getting started, Nick can help you every step of the way. Nick also offers securities and investment advisory services through Equitable Advisors, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Harbortown Financial Group is not a registered investment advisor and is not owned or operated by Equitable Advisors or its affiliates. For a customized financial plan, call Nick at 716-356-3300 or email nick, N-I-C-K, at harbortownfinancial.com. Hey, let's just go for oneers. Today on the show, we have Christy Hens of Hens Crossing. Christy is a Reiki master. She's a medium, an astrologer extraordinaire, and she also dabbles in human design, which for those of you who may not know what that is, she totally explains in the podcast. We are so excited to have her today and make sure you listen for a very special coupon code that she's offering for our listeners exclusively to get a discount off of one of her services. Trust me when I tell you, she is pure magic, and you guys will love this episode. Sunlight hurts my eyes. Something without warning up. Bears heavy on my mind. Then I look at you. And the world's alright with me. Just one look at you. And I know it's gonna be. That was a nice little lead in there. (laughs) Well, I figured it's going to be a lovely podcast. It is going to be a lovely podcast. So we kick it off with a really wonderful, happy Zen song. I love it. So we are going to forego our wait what's. Uh, our drink of the podcast is everybody's got herbal tea. Um, <laughs> super, super crazy over here. Yes. Um, but we have a guest today and we wanted to just get right into it because we felt bad that we had such a long intro before Jamie got on the podcast. Yeah. And we're just so jazzed I literally like when Anna told me that she was coming on the podcast I was like oh my god when 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 I was like oh my god I'm so excited like literally I was like it's like 
next to a Kardashian or someone from Bravo <laughs> and Larry. It's like right there because we, we put Larry with the Bravo people. But um, I mean, genuinely, I was like, I have been waiting for this podcast from the beginning of this season. That's how excited I am. Oh, that's so nice. So we'll just get right into it. So today <laughs> we have my dear friend, Christy Hens-Widman of Hens Crossing. Christy is... a I'm just going to let you do your your little bio there of um, everything you do. She does astrology. She does Reiki. She's a medium. We did our training together. We did our yoga teacher training together. In a past life, we were wives. And it's just, <laughs> which is great because now it's like my past life wife and my sister wife in the same oh, room. Okay. Wow. wow. It's really nice. The meeting of the wives. Um, oh, I love and it. there's the title of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> But this is so exciting because, I mean, not only are you one of my closest friends, but like your talents are just like to the moon and back. You are magical. And we're going to get into this later, too. But like me and my family had a well, my husband had a personal, unbelievable, like mind blowing experience with her as a medium. And so I have been like literally dying to <laughs> get her in like in a conversation so I can just like pick your brain about everything. But welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank welcome, you. Christy. This is so exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to say that before we started, she's like, oh, you guys are real technical. Like, thank you. This makes up for Alex's <laughs> dig on us. I know. <laughs> it's like a legit podcast. <laughs> I did listen to a podcast recently and they're like, you know, we have to record like two weeks ahead of time because then we have to like have our producers do this and this person do this and their editors do this. And then they have to add the ads. And I'm like, we do all of that. And we don't have to edit because we're that good or and we're that bad. And we just don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we don't oh care gosh. that much. That's so funny. But thank you for calling us technical. That was yes. one of the kindest things you could say. About it our really podcast. was. Clearly I am easy to impress. Too, so <laughs> We appreciate that today. <laughs> All right, yeah. so give us some background, Christy. Give us your whole backstory. Oh, how much time do we have? Um, so Three I hours. think you, I assume you want to know stuff about this, what I'm doing um, for for work these days. Um, so, you know, I was kind of raised in a household where people did weird stuff. Um, my parents are both dead, so I can say that on the radio. The radio. I was going to say, you might want to clarify yeah. the No, weird they stuff. didn't. They both had really normal jobs. And then my mother was a banker. Everybody was normal. But my dad was into, like, numerology and handwriting analysis. And he would, like, he owned a restaurant and would, like, decide what color tablecloths to have based on like how aggressive they made people or not or things like that and just stuff so this was my family like if he if you applied for a job at his restaurant he would flip over the application to see how you signed your name before he like read anything that you wrote so this was my family my mother <laughs> my mother was super into astrology actually both my parents started with astrology they took like a community ed class on it and then like I, you know, when I was little, so I always had astrology books around my house. I always was like, I knew all the signs. I didn't necessarily knew what they meant, but I knew like what the little glyphs were and, you know, just stuff like that. So this all for me was just very like average run of the mill like stuff. My mother would read palms, give her a, gla a glass or two of wine, and she would be like analyzing everybody's palms. And so um yeah so that was fun but this was like kind of what we did so I always had these books around my house you had like you know horoscope magazines and whatever the Dell astrology there were to be magazines and stuff for this stuff so I just always had it around and um 
So I would say I always had like kind of a tangential knowledge of astrology. Um, that was always there. And I always, um, I feel like the first time I saw a psychic, I was like 15. Like I was really mm-hmm. young. Like my mother had a psychic party at the house and we, um, this woman was also an astrologer and I can still remember some of the things that she told me. <laughs> I wish I'd listen, but, um, <laughs> she was super good and she was one of my mom's astrology teachers. And so, um, and now I like to look back and be like, how did she know that? But I can kind of see some things, right? So I can kind of, you know, if anyone watched, um, what's the the Queen's Gambit where the girl would like lay there and look at the chess pieces at night. This is like me in astrology charts. Like in my head, <laughs> I'll wake up and I'll be like, well, wait, but that's why it's in Gemini. I'll be like, oh, so like things move around in my head at night when I like do a lot of astrology stuff. So anyway, um, you know, so I was always doing things, but never really deep into it. And probably about... I don't know, 2017. Uh, actually, it really all started with my health. About 2013, 2014, my health kind of fell apart. And I was like allergic to everything and reacting to everything and all this stuff. And there was a ton of stress. And, you know, I had recently gotten divorced and there was just a thousand things going on. And kind of as a part of pursuing my health uh, challenges, I, I encountered some like energy medicine stuff. And now, mind you, I have like a master's degree in public health. And, and I also did that together. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so for me, it was always like, science. I need an MD. I don't want to see these wacko jackos and all this stuff. And so I, but they weren't helping me. They were making me worse, you know, more medicine, more treatment. And I felt like crud. And so, um, I was referred and started seeing a few different people that did things in the energy medicine space. And by like 2017, those people had made me feel like a thousand percent better. So I'm literally on that journey right now. And I'm going to, I just got into a homeopathic doctor mm-hmm. who is a referral from someone that has like totally been so much more I don't I want to say helpful but has really understood that journey and I feel like science just keeps throwing band-aids on yeah and I think for those of us who are sensitive you know we don't need a lot we need a little list of the right stuff to make things better and a whole bunch of everything isn't going to actually it's going to just flood your system and so anyway that's i'm not a doctor or a nurse or any of that but um that kind of opened my eyes so it's like something's happening here you know and so kind of like all right and in 2017 i um, became attuned to reiki i took level one training um kind of out of the blue i never even had a reiki treatment i just went and got attuned because that's how i do things because i'm a manifesting generator which we might be able to talk about yeah. <laughs> well yeah and um that was like and again i'm sort of like so skeptical that i don't you know connect the dots until things are like happening but um I like or even after because that was more like it i read uh i was reading through an old uh journal i keep dream journals and um the night of my first reiki attunement i had like my real first like non-family spiritual visitor in my brain i was like oh hi dead person i don't know like (laughs) i was gonna ask is that the first time you had anything that would be more considered like more mediumship would that i think that the reiki definitely opened the door to that Mm -hmm. and so um you know i did reiki one and that was like life changing. Um, and then probably that was in October. And I want to say I did Reiki two, maybe in like that, that next spring, next spring of 2018, I was right before my grandpa passed actually. So that was like February of 2018. And then, um, so once you do Reiki two, you can do with other people and share and all that. So, and the whole time though, I kept feeling like I was doing something weird or wrong. So I'm like, this is weird, right? Like, I'm like, I didn't tell people I was doing it. Cause I was like, this just feels strange. Cause I have such a like, you know, science brain. Um, so I was doing that and, 
um, probably not long after that, because all of these things kept happening to me, I started to take some classes with who later became my uh, mediumship teacher, Angie, uh, Angie, uh, apt. Yeah. Love Angie. Yes. She's awesome. Angie's awesome. Yeah. Um, so she has Santosha, if anyone is familiar with Angie. She's also a registered Lily Dell medium. And so I started taking just like a class here and there. I didn't take like a formal program, but we did, you know, some past life regressions. That's where I found out about me and Anna and <laughs> some, <laughs> some other things. And um, as I was doing that, it really was like opening the door to things. Because um, I remember my mom was still alive at the time and I, I, I had been to some class and I was like, mom, I called her after I'm like, did you know a boy named, and I can't think of his name, we'll call him Peter for the sake of argument. She was like, the only boy I ever knew named Peter was this boy in eighth grade. I had a crush on him and I don't know what happened to him, but I think he got married and moved to Blaisdell somewhere. And so like, I'm like, oh, well, I kind of, he came to me in a meditation at class tonight and he said that he knew you and he's totally dead. And she was like, um, oh my okay. God. And so I ended up like, based on what she thought his name was, I looked him up and sure enough, he had died like two years earlier. So I was like, oh my God. Right? I'm not going to look this up anymore. I felt like I needed to close the door on that. So I was like, okay, this feels like extra. Um, in the meantime, um, Anna, my who is like my spirit whisperer, always, <laughs> Anna will tell me something and I'll be like, okay, yeah, I should do that because Anna said it. She's like E.F. Hutton for anyone who's old enough to remember that. And um, at, it was probably like August-ish of 2018 and you had found human design for me and mm. you list Anna was big fan of that podcast that's not out anymore and she's like you have to listen to this podcast I'm sorry what is human design so human design oh, is like astrology on crack I don't know yes. how else to say it so it's like a sh it takes the same information we use for your astrology chart like your birth time date of birth where you were born and it creates a different chart um, it incorporates astrology, but it also incorporates like the Kabbalah system and I Ching and it uses the energy centers like we would for chakras and there's numerology components. There's all these things kind of morphed into one and it basically creates like an energy map for you. You know, it's five energy types, how you move in the world, what you're meant to be doing, all that stuff. But it's like a whole different system. Astrology is in there. Um, but I was like, I remember listening to this podcast and I was like, like wiggling my car, like a little kid who had a sucker, you know, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> you know, like, this is so amazing. <laughs> and I remember sharing it with my mother who was like, you know, my astrology whisperer. So I was like, mom, like you got to look at this. And I just remember her looking at it like, Whoa, like, wait a minute. Like, what is this? And so, um, that was like around August, September of 2018. Um, my kids were, had just left me and were going to college. I have twins and they, I was like devastated for weeks. No one could understand why. Well, at least not Dave. And mm. I just kept crying even though they weren't that far away. And, um, and so I was really sort of like trying to obsess over human design. And I was like, well, I don't know how much information can I find out there? And they're just, it just wasn't super readily available, but I was kind of doing my best to learn and dig in. And, um, then in that, like October, my mom got sick, um, kind of out of the blue. And then I stopped with that because I had to attend to her needs and she passed away in December. So it was like a really sudden fast thing. And I kind of, I kind of fell off the cliff at that point a little bit. And I definitely didn't, um, do a whole bunch with human design at that point. I didn't much with any of it at that point. Um, but I think was it 2020 that we started the, 
It was 2019. Maybe 2019. Okay, maybe it was fall of 2019. It was, yep. You know, I had. I think Anna was one of the few people said, I'm like, I, I feel like I want to do something with this medium stuff. Like, you know, I want to do more with this. Like, if you have dead people coming to talk to you, I feel like you need to engage or like, do something with it. And if right. you're like, there's a reason, right? And, you know, I was like, well, if the, this is happening, I should, I should work with it. And um, so Angie put together her first professional mediumship certification class. So we started that and I, I sent it to Anna. I was like, oh my God, yes, let's do this. And she was like, yes, let's do it. And um, I don't think we got into like the first round. I think we got waitlisted or something. And then she had a second class for mm -hmm. the same time. So we both got to do that. Um, so we started it in the fall and then, you know, COVID came and we had to finish some, a lot of it online. But um, that really kind of was how I started doing that. And again, much like when I did Ricky, I was like, what am I doing? Like I'm not, like, right. talking to dead people and, you know, doing all these things, but it was, um, Angie was amazing and really helped, um, create good systems and ways to kind of work through it and, mm -hmm. and just really encouraging. And, um, her program really, I think we had to do like 40 readings for people. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, this is a deal breaker. I can't do that. So I was like, no, but you know, it did. Um, and at the same time I was still, studying the human design thing. And actually that's what pushed me deeper into astrology. It was like, well, if I'm going to do more with human design, I need to have a better handle on the astrology than just the surface knowledge that I knew from like absorbing it throughout life. And so probably during the pandemic, during the pandemic, I really started, um, digging into astrology and started taking classes, um, with um Heidi Rose Robbins who's amazing um and I and I love that both of the teachers that I like align myself with are just people who are really based in love and sharing and healing and not so much you know I think my, one of my beefs with astrology is people are always like "Ooh, the sky is falling and you know everything's gonna fall apart and and neither of my teachers was like that neither with mediumship or with astrology so once I really dug in with Heidi um who was again an amazing teacher and just really resonated with me um you know, I did just a ton and I've been studying ever since. And, and there's probably still mountains that I need to climb on that front, but I have, you know, I have a very good handle on things now. So it's kind of funny because now it's like, now that I've taken that deep dive into astrology, now I'm kind of weaving back into human design and how it all links together. And so in my brain, I'm trying to piece together a way to like put both tools into one. So that's more useful for people. So rather than just like spewing a bunch of information, creating like useful because you're a manifesting generator who is also, you know, Capricorn rising and, you know, what does that look like in your chart and how can we piece that together so it's helpful for you? There's health stuff that's mixed into all this. I have a super huge interest in like the um, the health aspects of astrology and also of human design, I think also, you know, because of my experience and my own life. But, you know, there's, I mean, we're not, we got to work with the energy that's present as opposed to against it. And so that's kind of my jam, I think, is just trying to do that. I just want to say that I know a little bit about astrology, but it is very difficult. I mean, you can see this chart right here, right? You're like, what the fuck is that? I'm not even picking it up. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well just put a whole menu in like there. French in front of me. Yeah. I'm like, she's like, here's your chart. I'm like, cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> but like, looks, looks good. I don't know. <laughs> It's a circle. I knew I would say that. As, yeah. as a spoiler alert, guys, she actually pulled a chart for the podcast. Which I, I can't we're, even. We're I'm so, so excited. excited. So we're going to get into that later. Yeah. But I just want to say, like, for anybody, when you really dig into astrology, like, it's not just about your horoscope for the day. Mm -hmm. Like, the stuff that goes into that 
it is extremely intricate. It is a lot of fucking symbols. And it's so <laughs> funny because, and this is like, this just shows you, I started reading this book about astrology and Christy was like, oh, that looks interesting. Like wanting to learn more about it. And within like a week, she was like, did you know blah, blah? I go, no, I didn't fucking know that. I've been reading this book. She <laughs> picked it up like it was like nothing. Like it was like her own language. She just created. Well, and to like be able yeah. to do that is like you are a special person. Well, dude, I because- got real lost in Hens Crossing on your blog the other day. Yeah, because I went on and then I started going through a bunch of things. And I think one of the great things I think that you are, and you did actually say that you realize this too, but like with your public health background, with your science background, mixed with the astrological and the mediumship and everything like that, you do really give full answers and full articles. And I feel like, and this is just the example I know because I was raised Catholic, but they always say like where science ends is where religion starts and where religion, like where each of them has holes, the other one fills. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I read your articles that you have posted, I feel like it is all, it's like all the ingredients Mm -hmm. mixed in, in a way that perfectly goes together to make it. It's just like you can't even be like a cynical person reading it because you've explained thoroughly every aspect of it, both the science of it, the numerology, everything like in everything you do. So I think like all of these things have culminated in your life to like really make you this incredible vessel of knowledge. Like it's very impressive. And I think when someone thinks mediumship or they think certain things, they think, Oh, that woo woo stuff. And, you know, you're walking (laughs) around in like a witch's hat on. And and, and also, I think a lot of assumptions would be someone who is into that is not into science. Right. 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 So I think the fact that you have both of those backgrounds and the way that you interweave them like a Twizzler Mm -hmm. is pretty fucking spectacular. And I think that's what makes you so unique. Yeah, you bring it to a level that people can understand. So it doesn't feel so overwhelming. And it also doesn't feel fake. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that, actually. And that's something I strive to do. Like, I'll reread a blog like 17 times before I actually publish it because I'm like, am I lost in the like astro speak? Am I missing something? And it's funny you just said that about religion and science because I've been working on this article and I have not posted it because I'm like, am I going to make people mad? But I was like sitting in a church last weekend for a funeral. I put the smallest amount of this in the blog I just posted today. Um, and I'm sitting now, of course, here, medium in church, you know, raised Catholic, same as you, you know, confirmed all the things, went to a Catholic university and I'm sitting in church and it's like the week after Easter. And so there's like the empty tomb and all the mm-hmm. Easter flowers. I'm like, oh, that's so pretty. And then I'm looking at the stained glass and I'm like, oh my goodness, the stained glass. And it's like, you know, the the heart chakra is like all lit up in the stained glass and there's a bird above this man's head in this like crown chakra area. And I'm like, Hmm. And then, you know, like, lots of similarities. Yeah. Here. And then, you know, the priest is up there lighting his incense and talking about go- yeah. going up to the mountain, which is a super Sagittarius thing, is to go on the mountain and all these things. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, well, so at the end of just... the day, I feel like religion and like anything spiritual, they all interweave, yes. right? right? It's everybody's interpretation of the magic the in, the, in, the, in the world, right? The things yeah. that we have to believe and we are not always going to yes. see. So I think that's really interwoven. And I wanted to tell you when you said, if I post this article, is it going to make people mad? And it was funny because the second you said that, a voice came in my head. I I have a little, like when I say a little, I'm talking like a morsel 
of a sixth sense with some things. And when I'm around people that have it, it comes to me more. The second you said, is that going to make someone mad? A loud voice went in my head. Like I almost had to say it, but then you start talking. I'm an interrupter and I was trying <laughs> okay. not to interrupt. And it, the loud voice said, it shouldn't make them mad, but it should make them think. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's not about someone being mad. It's not about someone reading your article and being mad. It's about someone reading your article and making them think. And if you're making them think, you're doing it right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be controversial to make someone angry. It just needs to make them think. So yeah. if you're on the side of religion or on the side of science or on the side of whatever it is and you read it, it should just make you, it should be thought provoking. Yeah. That, that, that think, think provoking. Think provoking. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Actually, but it came it like loudly a voice. Went, yeah. It doesn't matter if it makes them mad. It just should make them think. Yeah. That's a wonderful perspective. And you know, the way I kind of capped that article that I have not yet published is like, you know, the focus of my work is love, you know, and spreading mm -hmm. love. And so if that sounds hokey and weird, but I'm like, isn't that religion? Isn't that the point of religion or where right. it grew yeah. from? So I'm like, you know, in essence, it's science. We're trying to help people with things that we're learning in science or make our world a better place. It's all based in the same forward movement. Right. Well, and so I also think a lot of people look to like I was actually just having this conversation with Anna. Like, I wish I had my birthday and my birth time yes. because I would love to have my chart because I think religion or uh, astrology or whatever it is you believe in. It's like we get lost all the time, right? We get lost in our thoughts. We get lost in, in our life. We get lost. So I think a lot of people are always looking to the things that we believe in for hope, for support, for validity, mm -hmm. and for to kind of also um, give us any sort of like, um, can you help me fill in the blanks? You know what I'm saying. Guidance. Guidance. Thank guidance. you. Yeah, I'm like, support, what? hope, <laughs> guidance, and validity of how they're living their life, right? And for sure. those things, I don't care who you are, you're looking for signs. Yeah. You're looking for signs if you are in, in whatever that way is for you in your spirituality. And religion and types of religion can be very separate, but spirituality flows through all of them. And right. they all have the same basis of you're looking for these things to help guide you in your life, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. And and like you said, that should be done with love. And all of those things that we listed do. Even, you know, Catholicism. Right. Also guilt, but also love. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for you sure. Know? Yeah, that was sort of, that was it. I'm like, I'm finding myself backpedaling. But I'm like, it's all this, it all comes from the same source of, you know, trying to, I mean, picture, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago without computers and all this, you know, stuff. And you're like seeing, you could notice the nature, the things are moving, that this is happening. And, mm -hmm. you know, what does it all mean? And it's just, you know, it, it all comes from the same place. It's just been translated and manipulated in different versions. Mm -hmm. so. so and I really think it's all about the intention to deliver it. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to go into, if that's okay, the mediumship part of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because to me, that is my personal experience with you. Mm -hmm. And I think for everyone listening, they are, the mediumship is what brings a lot of people. And we've had a lot, you know, we do a lot with astrology and we've had a lot of, you know, but personally for you, your medium skills are like <laughs> legit, not normal. So I have to tell. Can I say something? Yes, real quick? yes, yes. Just yes. because we're coming off of uh, last night, we had the healing and message service at yes. uh, Village Yoga, and we always started by saying that we all receive messages differently. 
So my, when I get the messages, it's not about who's delivering it. It's about what the message is, like what that person needs to hear. And for Christy and Beth, both of them are like the dead people come a walk in, like knocking on their doors. And it is so fascinating to watch because like, so Christy gets like physical ailments and can tell you how a person died because of how she's feeling in her body. And like the way that you describe people, like spirit comes to me in like celebrity form where I'm like, okay, (laughs) I I know it's your dad because Michael Landon from (laughs) Little House on the Prairie just popped in or like Santa Claus came in. So that tells me it's a grandfather. Like that's how it talks to me, but you can actually like see, like you're all visual. You can see the person, you can describe them to a T and that is so fascinating to watch and listen to. Like, it's just amazing. So I have both a story and a thousand questions. <laughs> so, but, um, so my husband is someone who I think most men are like a little more skeptical of these kind of things. I would agree. He's also yes. a history teacher. So he's mm-hmm. very like based in fact, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like what like makes him sleep at night factual information so you know obviously being with me i'm like oh we're gonna do that and he's like oh so i was like we're gonna go to this healing and message service so we had the pleasure of going to village yoga and attending it i had gone to one previously but i really wanted him to come with me and so we went and my husband again skeptical, skeptical, skeptical. I'm like, no one's going to come through for you if you're not open to it. Like I was like, you need, I was like, you need to be, he's like, I am faith. Leave me alone. Like it was like, it was real fun. So we go and lo and behold, his grandfather came through, through Christy, who not only described him to a T when he was alive, described what he would be doing in his afterlife, which was on par, how he passed everything. So she's describing this and how it works in the village with the message services. She'll say, this is coming through. This is what I'm getting. Is this hitting? And I'm like, Dan, it's your grandpa. Dan, Dan. he's like, I know. I'm like, you have to raise your hand so you can get a more detailed experience. You know, like I'm like yelling at him. So um, he raises his hand. You came over. And I, I don't want to discuss it on air because it actually is like personal family things in his family. Mm-hmm. But she then added something that was like, you added something so specific that nobody knows about my husband's family that is beyond, like you said it and I instantly started crying. Dan had goosebumps. Like you said something that in a million years, nobody would ever be able to say ever. There are people in our family who probably don't even know. And you added to it and Dan was blown away and you had a visual of the two people that came through and it was unbelievable. My jaw hit the floor. Dan's jaw hit the floor. I mean, like it, it was crazy. And what was wonderful was you had a message with it and their message like gave my, he talks about it to this day. And that was like a long time ago. Um, so I've seen you in action and it's, insanely impressive. So when you guys are like planning things, you know, we're just, we're figuring things out as we go along, right? As you can tell from our podcast. (laughs) But one of the things that Anna and I have actually gotten pretty serious about is planning for expenses. We both have children and we're trying to figure out like, can we pay for college? Can we help them like 
when they're getting married or buying houses. And for me, I'm in a trade. I'm always thinking about my retirement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now with my 37 jobs, like with a lot of them, I'm an independent contractor. So that's like a new level that I never really had to worry about before. And I feel like all of us, you know, I mean, for at least Anna and I, right, we're like both around the age of 40 is what I will say. Mm -hmm. And we feel like at this age, we should probably have a better grasp on our finances than we do. Especially since I want to retire at 50. Yeah, we got to figure this shit out real quick. So we had Nick Ledwa on our podcast. And as you guys know, he works for Harbortown Financial Group. And we have both been able to meet with him. And what's great is that he helps with retirement and investment and mm -hmm. financial planning. And basically, he's going to make sure that y'all not broke later in life because that is important. Yeah. And especially if you have debt, sometimes like coming out of my divorce, I had a ton of debt and he can totally put you on a path of like how you can get out of that and what you can do to really like, and now my car is paid off. My credit cards are paid off. Like he really helps you to just be more accountable and really just start adulting guys. Yeah. And the cool thing about Nick personally is that he's a normal person. Ugh, he's not judgy. So he's super cool. I mean, guys, he offered to fund and be our sponsor for our whole season. So obviously he's the coolest. <laughs> But for real, he's actually a normal, nice guy. And yeah. I feel like anytime I've ever been in situations or even conversations where it's about money, it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. And then mm -hmm. you feel like people are condescending or they're speaking down to you. I mean, even I'm going to say it, me as a hairdresser, it's hard for people to get to take you seriously. And a lot of times people look down at you or you feel embarrassed because you don't want to walk in because maybe you don't have the best credit or you had financial troubles in the past. The great thing about Nick is he comes from a really down to earth mentality and he's Absolutely. been through some shit in his life. Yeah. And I feel like that is why he's so cut out for this because he's really, really a normal human and he doesn't judge anyone. He's there to help. It's a non-judgmental, friendly face who will help lead you in the direction of getting you on the right path. And I think that's a really good, like easy, safe first step for all of us on the way to a financial success. Absolutely. And I feel like especially with financial stuff, it can be uh, overwhelming in general. We're like, okay, do you have I mean, even just knowing where your passwords are for all of these accounts yeah. can be overwhelming. And he just really breaks it down. And because of his personality, because he's so down to earth, like he just makes it so much easier for everybody. Yeah. He doesn't care if you're paycheck to paycheck yeah. or if you have some money in savings or maybe this is all new for you. Like he is there to truly hold your hand and guide you through this in a way that does not feel intimidating or overwhelming. And we can't say enough good things about him. So guys, make sure you call Nick over at Harbortown Financial. You guys can email him Nick, N-I-C-K, at harbortownfinancial.com, or you can even call them at 356-3300. So I just have some questions too about being a medium. Yes. So I have like really ridiculous questions <laughs> that are just like what goes through my head. Sure. So when you're like going to the grocery store or like doing things like do you have to be in a meditative state and tuned in for people to come through? Or is it something that like you see and hear it when you don't want to see and hear it? Does 
that makes um, sense. Yeah. So like you imagine Teresa Caputo walking around Wegmans, like seeing dead people everywhere. Like is or that like, what it's yeah, like? Yeah. Or like it, it, some people I know, like it can be hard for them to be in social situations because they find like if they go to a party, messages are coming through and they're just trying to enjoy themselves. Or is yeah. this something like where you have to be tuned in in a specific state for that to happen? So yes and no. So I think it depends on the situation. If I'm in Wegmans, I absolutely don't see dead people. Like that's not a thing. But if I, although I have had weird things happen to me in Wegmans, but um, say if I'm in the room with someone talking, not in a meditative state, not in a zone at all, I and I'm there long enough, like we have a man who's repairing our bathroom, who's remodeling our bathroom. And the first night he was in our house, he was there for a long time and we were standing in the bathroom with him and I started to see his mother standing behind him. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I don't know this man well enough to see this, but I'm like, <laughs> so he leaves. I was like, sir, your mom's I'm here. Like, Dave, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Dave, how much do you know about him? He's like, I don't know his time of birth. I don't know. <laughs> no actually i think i saw a facebook she passed away a couple years ago and i was like yeah i'm like shortish blondish you know bob i'm like i totally see her with him and he's like oh my god and i'm like you know i'm not gonna say anything to him because that, that's the other thing i think anna and i when we were trained it was definitely don't approach people who are not wanting messages you right. know if they're sitting in front of you for a reading if they volunteered to be somewhere fine but if they're just doing their business i don't like geez faith i see this woman with you you know i don't do that right. um but yeah, sometimes, and I don't really drink anymore. Um, so that's kind of like a caveat too. But when I have dabbled a little bit, like we were on vacation in Nashville for the Bills game last fall, I had a couple of drinks, which is totally, I used to drink all the drinks and now I don't really drink them at all. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, I see dead people. So when I'm drinking. <laughs> Do you so, see it more? Yes. I feel like the doors open oh. a little bit wider when I've had a little bit to drink. And so, um, and it's funny because part of my health crisis was me stopping drinking was a huge benefit to me. So I don't know like how that all links together, but um, I do know that when we drink our vibration tends to like lower a little bit, our inhibitions lower, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, I don't know, but that's, so those would probably be the times, you know, if I'm sitting in like say a doctor's office waiting for an extremely long time and I look and the woman taking my information, you know, I've had this happen where I'm like waiting for blood work or something. And I'm like, I see your uncle standing behind you or whatever. And I don't say anything, but I do, but definitely not just wandering about my life. But if I'm stuck somewhere sitting long enough listening, I will sometimes yeah. they'll pop up. So that's so, that's how Beth is as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she finally confessed to me that she has been seeing my grandmother for years and it's my biological grandmother. And I'm like, well, I have a lot of questions. So you could have told me this a long time yeah. ago, especially yeah. being adopted. I really could have like asked a lot. Yeah. Maybe she can tell me my birthday. Like, yeah. come on, Beth, stop yeah. holding out on me. So every time she comes in, I'm like, say hi to Graham. <laughs> tell her I'm here. I'm open. Yeah. She has messages, but like yeah. she sees her, she describes her to yeah. me. Like, yeah. So when you when people come to you when you see that mm -hmm. like you can physically see them or is it a voice in your head or like so, how does that it's kind of like i see them in my head but it's almost weird because like i see them projected behind the person so it's almost okay. like if i had the video projector in my brain and it's like shooting out my head and i would see it behind you like and i'll see them on either side of you so i can get a sense if it's like mom's side of the house dad's side of the house like you get a 
a sense of where these people stack. And I also see when I see people, I see them either like above you, next to you. So that would be like, you know, a parent or a grandparent or a brother or sister would be next to you. So like, you know, that's why I think I see the physical, but I don't like walk into a room and see someone standing in the corner. Like, yeah, you know, like, hey, that would up? freak me out. Yeah. Like, oh my little, God. Yeah. Like that would be a lot. Like the, the little kid from like the sixth sense or yeah, something. Th- right. That doesn't happen to me. Um, no. All the hair in the back of my neck just stood <laughs> up. Yeah. I was like freaked out and wanted to leave yeah. this room when she said no. that. <laughs> no, I, there's someone there. No. Before she said that. That is not my that. experience. Ooh. Like all the hair went up on the back of my neck. Like yeah. right before you said that. But anyways. um, And then my other question is, are you able, because I know I've, you know, little bit, no, a little bit about mediums, but are you ever able to communicate or speak to people you've lost in your life? Yes. That's that. Yes. That is really cool. That for me more comes in dreams. Um, oh, okay. So I can't like sit down and be like, I'm going to conjure up my mother or father or something, but I will have dreams where I just talked to my brother about this on the phone this morning where, you know, I feel like I'll wake up. And, you know, I haven't even opened my eyes yet and I can feel someone standing next to me and I know it's my mother. I know it's, you know, and it's more her than anybody um, most of the time. And I'll just kind of and this is a key point I want to say to everybody, if you have these sort of visions or moments where you think you see a flash of something or you smell someone or you, you know, something comes up that seems atypical. It's like always like kind of take a moment, center yourself, take a deep breath and just speak to them like ask a question like hello like what can I do for you (laughs) like what do you want to tell me and so when it's like my mom and I can't like say hey mom meet me later tonight I want to ask you some questions that'd be great if I could but when she does come I can talk to her like I can interact with her so it's kind of like being in a dream knowing you're dreaming and that you can do that um I mean sometimes I don't have any say over what's happening and it's literally just a dream but there are times where it feels like she's there I can communicate with her you know she'll say stuff to me or sometimes I feel like I'm just observing you know, um, I, keep, I have this like running theme dream with my mother where I see her in different roles and like the things that she's doing on the other side. And it's like as time goes on, it always involves a train station. And so I have this like note in my head of like I, I like I want to like write a book about this like fiction or something and just create like this. I, it's like I feel like she's like in charge of like traffic control for like a train station <laughs> of like when the dead people come and go. And like it's just oh, it's like this thing. Wow. And so it's like this theme that keeps going and so it's kind of cool so maybe you know talking about it she'll come back or of course maybe i'm just desperately weird and that's fine too it's okay (laughs) all of that maybe it's both actually well and that's probably somewhere in that magical weirdness is why you're getting the messages right right yeah um and then the last question i have in this current moment (laughs) as i'm sure more will happen have you ever had someone have a reading or what would you do in in a situation and someone hasn't come through has that ever happened oh yeah i I mean just like anna said like sometimes it's a strictly message driven reading and Mm -hmm. i'll say that to people from the start you know i cannot guarantee i would say about 95 percent of the time there will be some sort of spirit contact sure uh, in terms of an actual person that we might recognize um but oftentimes not oftentimes sometimes it is just simply messages of what people need to hear and i always say i leave it up to spirit spirit knows what someone needs to hear today to help Mm -hmm. them with where they're at and so i don't press it if it's not you know and I I always leave a little bit of time at the end of a reading if something didn't come up that someone wanted to hear about or you know someone they wanted to hear from like this happened the other day a woman wanted to hear from um, her husband and I couldn't quite connect with him but I could get some information you know I saw some information that might have been like how he passed and different things like that but I'm like I'm not 
actually connecting with him. I think that spirit's just giving me some information to validate, but I'm not able to communicate with him. And that happens. And it's like, it's okay. You know, I, I leave it. It's very much, you know, we're giving it to God, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, right. What does someone need in that time? But, you know, the person that did come through for her that day, it was like, things that she hadn't thought of and things that she she's like, I'm so glad that information came through. It was like so helpful. So well, I would assume whatever comes through is actually what you need may not always right. be what you want. Right. Right. Oh, right. um, maybe that could have been the song, the Rolling Stones. Oh, well, <laughs> we still, we still got time girl. Add song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's true. Oh, one thing that I wanted to touch on and you talked a little bit about this when, um, for people to start noticing these things. Right. Yes. So sometimes, there are people who are so desperate to like see a medium to get a reading to like connect um, to their loved ones who have passed that they don't they don't see the things that happen in their everyday lives right. that connect them. Yes. Um, so little like coincidences um, that happen or like feather. Last night we were talking about feathers or uh, money, like sometimes dimes. Dimes are, is a big one. Yeah. yeah. Dimes is a big one. Yeah. So just really like paying attention to the, this might be for you, Margo, paying attention (laughs) to those, to those things, those little signs that you keep getting, because those are actual signs from spirit telling you like, Hey, I'm over here. I'm watching. And I I think they don't have to be the things that you read about. Like, Oh, it has to be a feather. It has to be a butterfly landing on my arm or whatever. I think that's the thing is to stay open. And if something happens that catches your eye, no matter what it is, or it makes you think of, or you feel a little something like the hair stood up on the back of your neck, whatever those Mm -hmm. moments are like, pay attention to them because it's not, it's not always the feather or the, you know, the dragonfly or the very typical right. woo-woo things. I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, the, you know, I mean, I one time, you know, you can smell things or, you know, songs are huge. I mean, right. anything to do with that. So I think it's like people need to open their minds as to what might come as opposed to what they think it needs to look like. What about right. like electricity? Because I always yeah. feel like that's a big thing, but yeah. I didn't know if that was like legit. Like yeah. that's stuff that they can manipulate. So I feel like, I mean, I haven't had a ton of that myself, but like lights turning off and on or things being left on that you did. This happened in college actually a lot, but that I think was because my dorm was haunted and very old. But um, mm. we had uh, like our, because and I'm going to date myself, but like our answering machine would like play over and over like the same like thing or like the stereo would be on and nobody was there. And it was like just weird stuff that happened in that dorm. It was extremely strange at more than one year. Um, so I've, that's where I've had stuff like that happen. But yes, definitely, you know, things they can manipulate easily like electricity or, you know, things that are, you know, because we're all energy, right? And that's like a medium that they can work with is, is energy. So uh, my, this has happened a couple of times now where I've been just like watching TV in my living room, not speaking. And all of a sudden my Alexa will start playing songs. Yeah. Yeah. The one, like twice now it played. All of a sudden, she's like, now playing, what does the fox say? I'm like, <laughs> whoever requested that in this house? Like, why is this happening? But the fox is is also stalking me a little bit. I was like, you also have a red fox problem. I know. Maybe the red fox is like, <laughs> like someone. I feel like, maybe I it's feel someone like he- that's like not crossing over and they just want you to notice them because they have like, a message I'm for you. Here. I think with animals, and I get animals a lot, I feel like there's messages you know animals teach Mm -hmm. us lessons you can and you don't even have to like look it up like what does that say to you when you think of that animal like when i think of a fox i think it's like mischievous and clever and smart hers screams (laughs) 
That's it, it. First of all, it's not like my pet fox. Well, it's I think a fox it now that is. was around the neighborhood. I think it's claiming you based <laughs> and on your laugh. <laughs> Have you ever heard a fox laugh? It's adorable. No. Yeah. I didn't you. even know that was a thing. But like yeah. you have been, add it to the you've fox had screen. like this whole fox thing and then yeah. you hear the fox and now you're Alexis playing what does the fox say? I, I know. feel like there is yeah, someone trying to come through as a message. A yeah, agreed. Um oh shit, what was I going to ask you? Oh, I I would like you to touch on uh the conversation you had with your niece. Oh, the um the the books. The books. So it started as a dream actually. Um last summer it was actually right before i quit my job when i officially may have lost my mind but um i had a dream <laughs> i was it's i will we'll spare some of the gory details but i ended up in an old library and in the library the woman asked me to leave the library and she's like you need to go now like i was like oh okay so i took though this book i was kind of stealing i had like this box of books actually and it was like old old magazines and when i got out to the car and put them in my car i realized they were from the rosicrucian society which I kind of had heard of, but I had not really a clear evidence of what that was. But I got put these things. I was super glad I stole from the library, put them in my car and I laughed and I went down this dirt road and all this stuff. And then um, kind of was a weird dream. So I, I write them all down. That's another thing, folks. If you have intuitions, mm-hmm. keep a dream journal, write those things down. Um, the uh, So maybe two months ago ish my niece lives in my mother's house currently she bought it after my mom passed and she was doing some cleaning and remodeling and she's like hey and christy i found this box of old astrology books i want you to come grab them if you want them and i was like oh cool can't wait like i love old astrology books so i go there um we were picking up a couple things and there's a box of them and on the top of the box swear to god i have a picture of it on my blog um there's an old ephemeris which is basically the chart of the sky of the stars from like 1948 from the rosicrucian society and in the box there was at least four books from the rosicrucian society and so i was like oh Oh my God. (laughs) You know, when my mom passed, we had all gone through her house extensively. So I'm like, how do we miss these? And why are they from the Rosicrucian Society? And so, yeah, so I have like this whole, and honestly, some of those books as a kid, I don't even remember seeing. Like I knew so many of the books because they would be around the house, but those I'm like, I don't know these books, but they're amazing old ass astrology books and they're, um, yeah, kind of wild. So I don't, I can't explain that rightly, but um, yeah, that's a thing. I know. That's pretty crazy. I'm like, I can't tell you how many times she'll send a text. I'm like, what? (laughs) It's like a really, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy, but that's why I write stuff down because I have a memory of Swiss cheese. So I like, I write stuff down and I'm like, I think I need to review because I think this came up already. And, and so, yeah, so I always encourage people to write everything down because, and actually do it because that is a very aggressive buzz on your dryer. I know. Wow. No, you're fine. Um, (laughs) But on Friday night going in, so Friday going into Saturday, I had a dream that like a huge storm was coming and like nobody was freaking out. And I'm like, I feel like we need to freak out. Like, why is nobody paying attention to this? And I looked in the sky and it was just like black clouds coming in towards us. And I was like, oh, shit. And yesterday, there was like a storm cloud over my head for majority of the day. I'm like, oh my God, I had like the weirdest day yesterday. And it was just like, I was in a real bad mood. Yeah. Like, and I mean, the group texts between Jamie, Beth and Christy and I were hilarious (laughs) because all of us were like that. Like I had sent a text. I go, I have to tell you guys, I am not okay today. (laughs) 
And Beth is like, I'm pretty much screaming like a cat. So, like, oh my God, it was terrible. Like all of us were like, what is happening? Yeah. And it was because of the eclipse. So yeah. storm cloud. Yeah, there it was. Oh man, just real random shit happening yesterday. So before we go into the services that you provide, we just wanted to give our listeners a heads up that in this episode, Christy is going to be giving a coupon code for a discount code. Let's call it a coupon code. Sounds weird. A discount code for um, Groupon (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for one of her services. So why don't you talk a little bit about what you offer? Okay. Yeah. So I have Reiki is mm-hmm. something that I offer. Um, at this point, I only offer 30 minute Reiki sessions, A, because I think you probably don't need more than 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. also because um, it, it's just, I think, the appropriate amount of time to do. And I think it's good for everybody. So that's one thing I do. Um, I do astrology readings. I can uh, do as much or as little as people want. I do kind of like a quick look if people aren't really ready to dive in. They want to just sort of get a sense of it. So we have that. You can do a 30-minute session, there's 60-minute session. And they can kind of be tailored to what you're what's happening. So if you want to know about your love life, if you want to know about your career, like we can kind of look at that. So I always ask that when people sign up that they sort of select that option. Like what is it you want to know about? So I know what to dig into a little deeper. We could do astrology for six to seven hours if we wanted, but we aren't (laughs) going to do that. So that's one service. Um, Human design, I do offer. um, Most people I feel like still don't know what that is. And so I haven't been doing a ton of that with clients. I do have um, an intro class coming up this coming week, which is sold out, but I'm going to add another soon. So people want that. And then I, I'm sorry, intro class for for human design, human design. Yeah. So teaching other people about human design or a class where you're bringing people in to tell them about their own. human design. So everyone's going to get like a basic chart. They're going to get their chart and a basic overview of it. So in a group setting, so it's kind of um, tailored to who's there. So I kind of have a sense, you know, if you're all a bunch of generators or all, you know, I can, so I'm not going to talk about the people that aren't there. I'm going to talk about the people that are there. So it's going to be sort of enough to get, the critical information out for people. So if they don't know about it and they want to learn, it's it's going to be in a group setting. I mean, it's like 20 bucks or something to come and sit. I'm going to have tea and stuff and we can all chit chat. And it's going to be, I hope it'll be a great conversation. I love it. So I hope that people want to learn about that. And then um, the last thing um, are my mediumship readings. And again, those can be 30 minutes or 60 minutes. Um, I, you know, it's really a mixed bag, kind of up to people what they want to do with that. And again, you know, we kind of give it to God and let it happen. Um, the other thing I am starting in a week or two, actually May 10th is the first week. I'm going to do like every other Tuesday uh, meditation circle. So if people want to come in and meditate, it's going to be a guided meditation. So it'll be about a half hour of guided meditation. And then the second half, we're going to do like messages. So people can kind of either if they're looking to increase their intuition or whatever they're looking to do, um, if they don't even want to say anything, but they just want to hear stuff that happens, we're going to kind of share messages. So it'll be kind of a cool low pressure thing to do. So that's something that's new. That's very cool. In person? Yeah, it is at the moment. And I'm going to kind of feel it out. Like if people would rather do it on Zoom, I just I'm like an energy person. So being with people in a space Mm -hmm. to me, especially Mm -hmm. because we haven't had so much of that of like of late is, is just so much more kind of cool like you're playing i mean you can still get that vibe online but i feel like when you're in a space with someone you know it's kind of like watching the bills game being versus at the bills game you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) right i was gonna ask too for all the services you listed are any of them via zoom so if like we have out of town listeners oh yeah um book with you for as far as like a medium yes because i know that anna um 
when I was in California, you did a reading for Alex mm-hmm. um, via Zoom. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I do know that you can also do that via Zoom, but I yeah. wasn't sure what was in person. Yes. Um, Reiki, you can do online. I don't. I just do that in person. But pretty much everything else can be done by Zoom. So, okay. yeah, I have I have some clients um, from you know, out of town that I work with, um, most people want to come in. So, which is fine. But, you know, if they don't, or they can't, that's fine too. We can totally do it virtually. Um, so since we're talking about your services, I think it makes sense to kind of transition into the chart of the podcast that you yes. pulled for us. Ooh. So people get... <laughs> people can get an idea of yeah, like I've what... never had a chart pulled for me I'm a chart virgin this is super exciting oh, yes. this is nice <laughs> yeah so I think just to the fact that you can have charts pulled for events and for things you know businesses you know mm-hmm. there are people I'm not I'm not gonna pretend that I'm this astrologer but there are astrologers who can say listen I want to start a business what is a great day or time to do it energetically I can give you a sense of like well I probably want to have a good strong moon you want to have some grounded rising sign whatever but like you know there are people that will pull and tell you exactly when you should do something like I'm getting married this summer and I spent an I was just gonna ask. long amount of time yes. trying to figure out a good day for that and, right and then you know again real life steps in and what kind of was actually feasible Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning probably isn't gonna work for the group but you know <laughs> like these kinds of things so finding you know so it's like you you kind of can set a tone. So does that mess it up or not? And no, it's actually kind of. And I'm here to tell you, I took I've been taking a class, extensive class on re- relationship astrology, and the royal family most definitely consults an astrologer when they plan their weddings, That's without so, a doubt. That is very um, in the Indian culture. They also do that. Yeah, to get like a good date. Yes, good date, yeah. good time. Well, I mean, in the Bravo universe. Stassi and Bo were supposed to get married on a very specific day and they were on Watch What Happens Live. And the bartender, he always has a bartender, was an, uh, um, an astrologer. astrologist. I can't Wasn't remember. it? Astrologer. 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 <laughs> so, so she told them, they're like, well, we're getting married. What do you think of this date? And I remember they were so excited. And she's like, that's not your date. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, this isn't good. And this was before COVID. Their wedding was supposed mm-hmm. to be during COVID. Oh. And she was like, that's not your date. That's not going to mm, be yeah. your date. That's not. And a good their date wedding was you. supposed to be in Italy. And oh, the, wow. And their wedding totally. They still haven't had it. Mm. Um, So they did get married. They, they did get married. Yeah. But their wedding is now this summer in Italy. But like she looked right at them and they were like, oh, what about? And she's like, that's that's not your no. date. And like she <laughs> felt so bad. She looked right at him and they were like, Really? <laughs> it was like on air. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I just don't see that as your date. I just, she goes, we should talk. And yeah. she literally looked at them and said, we should talk. I just feel like that's not your date. It's so crazy. And then crazy. her whole life fell apart. Yeah. yeah. It did. Okay. Did. So yeah. can I hold the chart? Yeah. You can touch it. <laughs> yes. You I, may. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm I like, go know. ahead, but you don't get anything on there. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I literally can't even pronounce some of the words. <laughs> Well, okay. So the key things here, whenever we look at charts, we always look at the sun, moon, and the rising first. You know, the rising sign is like, you know, your soul's purpose and what you're meant to like be striving for in this life where we're hoping to get to. The sun is more of our personality self and the moon is kind of our... um, Sometimes where we can get stuck. Sometimes it's our kryptonite. Sometimes, you know, what we need to grow out of. I need the elementary version of this. <laughs> this is actually one I, the version I gave you guys is one I give to clients because it has all of the descriptions. It's like a, yeah. a code it's on really there. Nice. And it tells you what each planet is and <laughs> yeah. what the signs are and what house it's in and all that kind of I'm stuff. I'm reading 
semi-sextile quincunx. <laughs> it's definitely yes. not that. Yes. Um, I'm like, I yeah. don't know. I don't yeah, know. that is not so important. No, oh, we won't okay. have time for your quincunx today. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, like, I I don't know how to. Okay, you just tell me because I can't hear Anna. You can have the paper because Thanks. none of that. Well, means anything. the very first thing is that y'all are Gemini sun, which I mean, Gemini's love to talk. So this is a perfect, perfect thing. Gemini's real twins. So it's like there's two of you. It's like I love that there's this duality in the podcast. Your Gemini's your mm-hmm. sun is in your 10th house of career. So it's like you Ooh. are shining in this place where you're working. And it's like this passion project for both of you. I know you're not like, you know, living off this, but like this is what you Yet. do. Yeah. Yes, but it's like it's that's an excellent well, wait, place. Christy, I'm so sorry. I I really don't want to interrupt. I want to let the listeners know. So to pull our chart for the podcast, mm-hmm. Anna had to give her the date and time of that we recorded episode. our first episode mm-hmm. where we started this whole thing. I just mm-hmm. want you guys to know yes. that's what we pulled or gave to Christy. So she could pull our chart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could argue, should it be the day it released the first episode? But I'm like, when was it born? It was the same day. Yeah. Yeah, Same day. The origin, the idea, (laughs) the first episode, it all happened the same day. Well, (laughs) it was a full moon that day, ladies. So I asked Anna, I'm like, did you know that you did this on a full moon? I did know because I said it in the podcast that it was a full moon. Okay. Um, However... Did you plan it? I did not plan. Okay. No, clearly not because we were at Walmart that morning finding stuff. Drinking rosé. And we're like, you know what would be a good idea? A podcast. That's how yes. it started. Well, this is, yeah. So you have so you have a Gemini moon at the top of the chart, which is a beautiful, anything, your highest planet and your chart is always going to be really prominent. And for you, that's your sun, which is always going to be prominent in everybody's chart. Um, so it's kind of kind of cool so you have this very gemini geminian gemini energy of gemini loves to talk it's about how we think how we operate kind of how we communicate and it's gemini's are fun they're funny and there's two of them yes mm-hmm. and there's two exactly so i love that this is like a, i keep thinking of gemini's twin from host. yeah it's like your host <laughs> You're hosting this as two people and it's like very much a team. So that's a beautiful thing you do. So the, the cat, the uh, full moon was earlier in the day, mm-hmm. but it's still very much a part of your chart. And so having a full moon in your chart, you have a Capricorn moon. So you have a zero degree Capricorn moon Whoa. that is variable. Cause we didn't have the exact, exact minute. So maybe it's off a, a, a smidge, but basically you have, you know, a Capricorn moon, a Capricorn moon is let's keep going. Let's figure this out. It's like the drive to get stuff done. It's work ethic. It's all of that. It can also be a little stubborn. And sometimes when we talk about our moon, we talk about (laughs) where do we fall in when we don't feel good. If I'm in a bad mood and I have a Capricorn moon, what does that look like? Do I pout? Do I get a little stubborn? Am I going to throw a fit? Like whatever, what is the thing we do with our moon sign? Like I have a Gemini moon and just like the talking, my brain can literally be on fire with like overthinking and overprocessing because that's like where I fall in. So I'm like, Ooh, let me think through this rather than feel through this. Like, so that's like how we look at our moon sign. So you guys have this Capricorn moon and you have 
a lot of polarity between your 10th house of career and your fourth house of home. So again, you know, you're podcasting from your home. You both have children. You talk about your lives on the, you know, the, the show. You, you include, you know, stories of your family. Like, so it's like there's this duality between not only, you know, the Gemini piece, but it's like you have this home thing. That's kind of the home family is this like, so that's just sort of interesting. So like, that's where your heart is, right? So it's like in the home. And then you have the Virgo rising. So oh, it, sorry, Chris. Mike. Did I? Oh, okay. So I'll say it again. So you have this Virgo rising, which I personally, as being one of Anna's friends, love because... <laughs> What's Virgo? Anna has a, a Capricorn sun and Virgo everything else, pretty much. She has a Leo rising, which is a beautiful thing, but you have a lot of Virgo planets. And yeah. So- <laughs> sure do. What's Virgo? So, I don't know that. So Virgo is again Virgo and I mean Virgo is a beautiful sign. It's it's very maternal. It's very feminine. It's the mother and a lot of a lot of considerations. But it's also, you know, um, they like lists. They like things to be done in an orderly fashion. They like you know efficiency. They like things to be clean. You know, Virgo very much rules like health and all of that stuff. So it's like the work ethic between Capricorn and Virgo is crazy so having both and then you have this flavor of your 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 podcast as well so it's kind of amazing but it's also like you know detail oriented and when I look at how you're in especially how your podcast is evolving you know the ruler of Virgo we always look at the ruler of the rising sign the Virgo ruler is Mercury which is Real, also Gemini is like Mercury they're all in the same neighborhood so it's like this is the thing that's happening so it's like that's like the most important planet that you have in your in your chart generally is the ruler of your rising sign you have that directly conjunct Mars and so when a planet is conjunct they're right next to each other so Mars is like passion and what we go for and like how we embody things so it's like and, and having those two together would also be like quick talking quick thinking quick you know maybe talking before we think things out and maybe (laughs) you know um, accurate yeah (laughs) Ooh, should we have said that or those kinds of moments every episode (laughs) every episode but again you have both of those things in the sign of cancer and cancer again is that maternal mother caring nurturing thing so it's like everything's done with love like Mm -hmm. you talk about these things they touch you it's meaningful so yes you know you guys go deep. You guys go deep sometimes. And you know, sometimes it's fun and playful, but other times you do, you go deep. The other thing too is there's so Mike much. Christie, sorry. sorry, I keep not following the microphone with my face it's and okay. vice versa. Um, <laughs> you have, um, you know, having just going back to that full moon component, having a full moon in your chart can be like that yin and yang. It can be like the mind and the body not being in the same space. So conversely, if someone has a new moon in their chart, they would have the moon and the sun in the exact same spot. Those are the ones who are like, "Ooh, shiny objects. Let's just go for it. It's kind of like the fool card in the tarot deck where it's like we just keep moving, keep thinking like always boundless energy where the full moon energy is opposite of that. So it's like you have the sun and the moon in opposite places in your chart. So it's like balance and it's like, you know, the dark and the light, the home and the work, the mother and the, 
you know, drinks. And it's like, it's like this opposition that's there, but people who have full moons in their chart as part of their, like their life. So if let's go, let's just go for one was a person, you know, full moon people thrive in partnership. They thrive in relationship. And so again, it's like, it's just kind of, you know, interesting that you have this. And the other thing I wanted to point out, because obviously we don't have all day to do your whole chart, but it's like, (laughs) you guys have Venus and Gemini. So you have your sun and Gemini, your mid heavens and Gemini, mid heavens, like your destiny point, um, your, your, where you, how you show up in the world, but then you have Venus and Gemini. So if you were like, you know, Venus is what we love, what we value, um, you know, and Gemini is a lot of things. And so I don't know why you're showing me the chart. I was showing you where it is. So you have Venus and Gemini. You love, <laughs> you love talking. You love thinking about stuff. You love sharing. You love Gemini's love to build bridges, collaborate, make connections, be the facilitator. So it's like you guys love that. But also what Gemini loves is a lot of things. And so you guys love a lot of things. You talk about a lot of things. You work with a lot of people. Like you're open to sharing and growing and all of that kind of thing. Sometimes someone has Venus and Gemini and you could say they were like a player. But this is not the case we with wish. this show. <laughs> we're, we're players with our listeners. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so like you can look at you can look at this all kinds of different ways, but it's kind of cool. Um, you know, so those are some of like the big things. But for me, if I was to summarize this whole chart to me is about hard work, talking and sharing and relationships. Like that's how I look at this. So where's the money planet? <laughs> Where, where's well, the planet that tells us when we can quit our nine to five and only podcast? So <laughs> the house that rules money is the second house you have libra that rules that house in your chart and so again libra is partnerships relationships so again i would say the more collaborations you can build in like the more magic that's going to happen there i mean you guys are a brand new baby chart in terms of like if you were alive you wouldn't be that old so it's like i did look to see you know you know neptune just crossed from your sixth house into the seventh house so again what does that mean nothing you know what can we say anything that crosses into the seventh house basically comes out of the darkness and into the light so it's like you guys are talking about this kind of stuff mysticism and and you know all the woo and that kind of thing you're shedding light on that so that's like a new thing that's happening but this great conjunction that just happened earlier this month with neptune and jupiter jupiter's like all about the blessings and the growth and all that stuff that happened for you guys almost exactly exactly on your descendant which is the opposite of your rising it's your relationship point and so i thought that was kind of wild that you guys had that conjunction hitting right there and you're doing so much more collaborative work now you're including more guests you're talking Mm -hmm. to more stuff so i feel like the more of that you do the more growth you're gonna have that's so funny you should say that because like we've kind of started to throw out feelers for our next season Mm -hmm. because you know we're trying to be proactive about our podcast and where we want to go with it Mm -hmm. and what is really funny is that one of the big things we've talked about for our next season is what has been working for us or like the episodes that have been hitting the most are the Mm -hmm. ones where we collaborate right with small Mm -hmm. businesses or business owners or bring people on Mm -hmm. um those have been the most successful and it's been so natural for us to talk about it because pretty much continuously and through till now it's our friends Mm -hmm. that you know we're promoting um but it like they'll constantly contact us and say, oh, we had so many people come in because of this, we, you know. Sure. And now we're talking. I mean, we've had numerous people reach out to us about sponsorships for next for next season. 
And we're all about collaborating and like incorporating right. a lot of people into this to like, I don't know, just that community feel with it. Yeah. yeah. So that's so funny. You should say that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it is kind of cool. And the other thing too, in your natal chart, cause now I'm looking at your transits cause of where, um, Neptune and, and Jupiter lined up for you guys. And I want to, I just had to look cause I'm a total nerd with this stuff, but <laughs> I think cause it was definitely a 23 degrees of Pisces, which is exactly where your descendant is. Um, so that's just good fun. Also where my midheaven is. So I'm like, I don't know, maybe there's a thing on here, but anyway, um, <laughs> you guys have Uranus, the planet of freedom and rebellion and change and, you know, surprises and all that kind of stuff in your eighth house. Eighth house also deals with money issues. So you're going to, when you have Uranus in the eighth house, it's unusual ways of making money. It's unusual ways of going deep. It's unusual ways of, or surprise ways. Like, hello, there could be surprises for you. Like someone's going to come out like, Hey, we want to do this. Let's launch this, whatever. You know, you have that in your natal chart, which is just kind of cool. Um, so not, you know, not to, you know, we're going to take weird, pictures but... of our feet. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, wherever wherever we have Uranus in our chart, like there's gonna be a flavor of doing things your own way and a little different, and there can be a surprise element there. So, huh. yeah, that seems pretty on par for how we do things. Yeah, so yeah, accurate. I'm okay yeah. with that. That's cool. That is so cool. That Thank you for doing so that. Informative. Yeah. Thank you very much, and for doing it in a way that we could understand. Yeah, yes. because. Anna handed me the chart and I'm like, I did oh. not. That's why I'm like, I don't know why you're picking that up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of symbols. It's a lot of symbols. I will say too, we're going to have this on the podcast this moment in June of next year, Jupiter will have moved into Taurus and Jupiter is again, that planet of great growth blessings, all the nice things. It's the biggest planet that you know actually reflects it gives off more light than it takes from the sun so it's a beautiful giving planet will conjunct your weirdo uranus in in the eighth house so i would expect by next summer that you might see expansion and growth in that space <gasps> oh i just got goosebumps live show <laughs> june 10th 2023 yeah that's when this conjunction that's is almost our that's that's our that, that would be our, our almost four year, year anniversary yeah. Because it was June 17th. So seeds are planted today. Be thinking about it. Wow. We're going on tour. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> and and right behind that is the North Node in Taurus. So that's North Node is about destiny, where we're supposed to be going, the growth. It's all right going to be on top of Uranus. At that Can same you time. give like 16 month notice? <laughs> <laughs> also, how's our vacation looking in two weeks? <laughs> We're going to get to that because in uh, our next segment, we're going to talk about current oh, astrology. God. Oh, God.
a glass of wine in her hand. I knew she was gonna meet her connection. At her feet was a footloose man. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might find. I didn't realize that um, Luna was such a Rolling Stones fan. <laughs> She's totally at the door like, let me in. Well, I that love really that it's cute. Luna that's over here that wants to hang out with you. Yeah. Abbe. Moondog. <laughs> Moondoggy. I totally forgot, by the way, that that song opens like that, which was actually very fitting because it felt very <laughs> religious. It did. <laughs> See? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We're going there. Um, so let's talk about current astrological events. Yeah, so we just started eclipse season for this year, this time of this year. There's only two this time. That's mm -hmm. good. So most of the time there's only two, but this time in particular. Um, so yesterday, Saturday, was the uh, solar eclipse. Wasn't a total eclipse. We didn't get to see it at all. Um, and what I read, actually, um, and this was more in an astronomy journal, was that in the southern hemisphere where it was visible – where this um, new moon basically is when the um, the sun and the moon come together because it wasn't a complete eclipse. There was some portions visible and that this, as it was joining, the planets were going into the sea, like right <gasps> at sunset. So like it had to be the coolest thing. So I meant to look for pictures and I oh haven't. My God. So if we find any, we'll have to look and like see. But um, they were concerned from the science side of things that more people would be looking at it because of this kind of cool thing that was happening. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's always dangerous to look at an eclipse, folks. We shouldn't do that. Right. Um, so yeah. I so that tell Chrissy about my dream too. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. I had a dream. Oh, that was so MLK of me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream earlier this week. Very vivid. I can still remember it and see it. Anna and I were on vacation having a blast. Like, just remember feeling happy and content. Yeah. And everyone's like, wait, you have to look. Turn. And as clear as the day, it was the sun. And then a planet. And in my head, it was a planet. So a planet was going in front. And we stopped and stood there and watched an eclipse without hurting our eyes. Or, like none of that. Just like yeah. could watch it. It was big. And you saw the planet pass. And when it passed just over, everything got dark for a second. And then it, it passed by. So I texted Anna as soon as I woke up. I'm like, oh, my God, I dreamt about an eclipse. Like I, we're standing there. I can remember it. I can feel like. And we just turned around. It was this beautiful eclipse. And we actually got to like watch the planet go by it. And it got dark for just like just a moment. Like it felt very real. And I was like, and it was cool because I've never seen an eclipse before like that. Because you don't look right at them, right? When is your trip? In the two 16th. weeks. That is the day of the next. <laughs> oh, holy shit. The next eclipse. Oh, I just got goosebumps all is over. Is it a lunar or a solar? It's lunar because it's a full moon right. eclipse. So it will be different, but yeah. So I don't know if we're, I don't Wait, know. Wait, is that it, the date of the full moon too? Yes. I would have never agreed to this. 
<laughs> had I done my research. Oh my God, that's crazy. I had a full, it's like, I don't remember. I woke up and all I can remember was we stopped, we looked directly at it and then and physically just sit there and watch an eclipse. So then we were like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I Googled it and it's pretty much it's all, all negative, all negative, all doomsday, very bad. <laughs> See, and that's something that, and that is just something that I hate about like pop astrology, pop yeah. culture. It's yeah. like everything is so twisted up and like, you know, oh, if this happens during this time, forget it or whatever. And it's like, it's so individual, right? And especially with dream interpretation. And I know that's not at all what we're talking about, but like, it's so personal, like what that means to you. Like to me, that's more of like a precognitive dream. Like you're yeah. going to be on vacation during the eclipse. So yeah. Well, that like, is hello. weird. I didn't know that. I thought it was weird that I dreamt it and it was clear, vivid, like sights, smells, like all of it. And that there was an eclipse this week. I thought that was weird. Well, there is, yeah. but it's like, so the, because these follow the full and the new moon, it's going to change the cycle will be in two weeks. It'll change again. This one in two weeks is a full eclipse. It's the, so the total eclipse. So it's going to be a little bit more powerful and um, it's kind of crazy. So that's again, folks, write your dreams down because sometimes, you know, and you can Google it and Auntie Flo says stuff and whatever, but like, you know better what <laughs> your dreams literally mean. had the dream of it. That is so crazy. Now, I didn't even think to look when the next eclipse was going to be. I didn't even think to Google that. Yeah, it's on the 16th. Now I'm concerned for Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I shared with them that I had a very vivid dream last night. That Will Arnett was in danger. <laughs> yeah. Consistently throughout my whole dream. We're like, Will, no, Will, no. Like he kept oh, getting God. Somebody, things were happening. Somebody check on Will Arnett. Somebody check on Will Arnett. How that is so weird. That yeah, is crazy. Wait, that's super strange. Like, yeah. so that's that's wild though. Like that's stopped watch full I mean, eclipse. Oh my god, you, do you think we could actually watch the lunar eclipse it, though, while we're there? I mean, I would definitely still wear and poise some safety goggles, but um, I don't know if it'll be visible where you are. I'd have to uh -huh. look at that, but yeah, that's definitely the day of the eclipse. So, I mean, listen. How weird is that? That's dreams crazy. are not like, you know, dreams have a sense of humor. So just the fact that you're going to be gone and traveling when you're like the full moon is like doing the, you know, And we were eclipse. on vacation. Like that was the dream. We were on vacation. And it's just a clip. Like in my head, it's like 30 seconds. Yeah. It wasn't like I have like we were the whole like there's not a storyline. Yeah. I just my dream <laughs> of what I remember. Story. We're standing there. We're having a good time. I remember feeling good. Like mm -hmm. this is great. And then we're like, oh, my God, how cool. Turn around. How neat is that? And we stopped and we watched the planet just go right over. And it was full big circle that right over. Banana. And then we and then I woke up and that yeah. was it. It's huh. cuckoo. Agreed. That's cuckoo. That is bananas. Cool, cool. It is also <laughs> happening, as I recall. I think I looked at this already. I don't really remember now. Actually, I'm drawing a blank. But um, yeah, it's definitely May 16th is the day of it. So that's which is the day we leave. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Good luck with that traveling on the full moon. But you know, that's good. <laughs> it's good. Thanks. But Christy. no, long and short, I think that's really cool. And I think it's also a plug for paying attention to your dreams and stuff that comes up. I also, yeah. as you were saying that, as you were describing the dream before I even connected the dots on the full moon component, I was like, I'm wondering, cause we know there's all this change underfoot for the podcast. If you guys are going to have some sort of like, Oh, uh -huh moment while you're on vacation, <gasps> a total eclipse of your pod. Oh my God. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Also the title of this episode. <laughs> yes. This is amazing. So 
crazy. So many titles. <gasps> so yeah. many titles. Totally clips of the pod. That's oh, I love genius. that. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, what can people do during eclipse season? Like, what can we expect specifically I mean... on vacation? Because now I'm scared. <laughs> well, no. Then it that will end the eclipse season, right? Uh, for this period of time, yes. yes. There won't be any more eclipses right now. This is it. These are just these two for now. So the way eclipses are weird, they, they like run and like when was the last time these two were like full moon? So it's like two years ago, whatever. And I'm I'm not, I didn't do the research on the what's the cycling piece of it because I was looking more at like the moment right now. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, eclipses are just high times of energy, right? right. It's like amplify. It's like a new moon. Like the new moon that was yesterday was like a new moon times 20 or 25 or 100. Yeah. Like it was super amplified. But again, you know, depending what school of thought you fall in, like is not really, you know, yesterday would have been a huge manifestation moment. It's Taurus moon. It's, it's, there's like, you know, Venus and all this is like con- Venus and, and, and Neptune are conjunct or I'm sorry, Venus and Jupiter are conjunct. And there was like all this like magical stuff happening. This, this full moon, this new moon was ruled by Venus because it's a Taurus one, you know, but then there are others who are like, don't ever manifest during the full moon yeah. because they're the, or the, during the eclipses because the moon and the sun are compromised and they're not at their norm, you know? And I would say, you know, I mean, it's like, I don't like to give too much energy of one school of thought or another to any of these things. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like, you know what, we've survived a many, many eclipses and many other full and new moons and we make it through. Yes. Can the energy be intense? Absolutely. You know, is it a day you want to like, you know, plan something massive and have that forever in the birth chart of your thing? Maybe no, but some people like that stuff. So, I mean, it's like, I think, you know, it's like mindset, like what can you do with it? I would say, you know, for me, if you're sensitive to energy, get grounded, stay home, you know, do calm things, you know, like if that's your jam. But if you're like, let's go out and see what this feels like, go do it. You know, it's like, I think it's like follow your intuition with everything. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I try not to give too much energy to, okay, you know, dogmatic thinking around this stuff because I feel like it just creates problems where there might not be any mm-hmm. you know kind of like your dream like if you google it there's like doom and gloom whereas if we're like breaking yes. it down you know it's <laughs> it's cool like you're you know you're actually dreaming in advance of a day that there will be an eclipse and Bananas. we take literal terms that was just a premonition and not yeah, a dream right yeah yeah so but again what that are you is gonna so find? crazy it is crazy and we were on vacation it's not like like in my head i knew in that moment we were on vacation it wasn't like me and you in hamburg new york right that's crazy yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> so anyway yeah so there's that i mean there's a lot coming up this week um venus tomorrow is switching from pisces where she's been very happy and chill and like being treated like the queen she's going to move into aries which is not her favorite sign to be in but Mm. it you know aries is assertive so if like there's things that coming up in what you value and love like this is the time to be assertive this is what i want this is what i want to ask for you know so that's happening so venus changes you know once a month a little less than that And so that's coming up this week. That's tomorrow. Um, Pluto just went retrograde just before this eclipse started. Um, Pluto's like old man river at this point. Like, could we get into Aquarius already? Please, Pluto. It's hanging out at 28 degrees. When Pluto changes retrograde, he does it every year. Um, he gets slow. So as he's moving, he kind of stops. It's like they call it stationing to go retrograde. So it's been stuck at the same degree of 28 degrees for like a bit of time. So mm-hmm. 
you know, this happens every year. The world does not explode. It's not the biggest deal. When the outer planets go retrograde, it's not as impactful to us as when like the personal planets like Venus or Mars or Mercury go retrograde. That's a little more felt at the personal level. Mm -hmm. These are more group level things. Unless you have a planet like the sun at 28 degrees or the moon at 28 degrees or you have a 28 degree rising sign or something and Pluto's an aspect to that. Mm -hmm. Because when it slows down like that, it's like bing, 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 like totally nailing on that planet. So again, someone could feel that at a personal level level Mm -hmm. if they in their own chart most of us aren't really going to notice anything with that and i think that's probably the case with most of the retrogrades you know mars or mars mars will go retrograde at the end of the year but mercury the one that everyone likes to make you know keychains and t-shirts about mercury retrograde (laughs) is happening uh may 10th and mercury goes retrograde two to three times a year depending on the year um so it'll be retrograde in may i think mercury goes out on june 3rd um yeah it's june 3rd so i have a question because you said on the hieroglyphics you placed in front of me (laughs) yes we something with mercury with us right mercury is a really important planet for you because it rules your rising sign okay Mm -hmm. so when we go into red i would just like to point out mercury is going to be in retrograde while we're on vacation yeah so i'm just curious what this means so basically mercury retrograde so again the my teacher always talks about the retrogrades as like a time of introspection as and yes there can be snafus always look at your contracts if you're signing something make sure your names are spelled correctly you know check your flight (laughs) itineraries before you go like that kind of a thing but as a rule it's really meant to be you know mercury is how we think and communicate it's a time to like journal it's a time to reflect on what you need and what you're doing and again evaluating your podcast because it's your baby's ruler you know we actually do have a planning meeting scheduled during that yeah so it's like you know we don't have to be afraid of these moments we can just use them as what they're here for and uh, like for instance is to slow down and reflect and look at for when it's mercury how do we think how do we talk and share you know venus was just retrograde uh or you know everyone was like oh my god the world's blowing up because it was retrograde for a super long time this year but again it's like how do we go deep into what we need in terms of love and our values and when we come out of it it's like okay now i did this introspection i'm ready to step forward like i need this or i don't need this and it's so it's these moments we get these moments of reflection so i feel like retrogrades can be a really nice thing Mm -hmm. as opposed to making them like scary and oh my god yes weird stuff happens that you know you may have your computer blow up you might not you know you might send you know watch your emails you know stuff like that just communication oriented yes proofread take a minute before you go you know flying off at the mouth stuff like that but like for the most part i think that these can be really nice moments um i just want to say that when venus was retrograde i did feel like i was dying (laughs) (laughs) yeah and this this was a particularly heavy venus retrograde pluto went with her Pluto old man river at this point went with her and I was like it was like Pluto dragged Venus to this like quiet retreat for like six weeks and was like okay woman let's go deep and figure this all out and it was like Pluto and then they came out of it you know and then and then you know Venus got slow because when they switched they always go slow so it was like Venus was like I'm so tired Pluto what'd you do to me and then you know it was like you know then Venus (laughs) hooked up with Mars and then it's like okay and now Venus is super happy well until tomorrow and you know it's been in Pisces it's been with Neptune it's been with Jupiter it's been a good old party you know they these are all signs that go well together there's you know the Pisces placement is wonderful for them. So it's been a good time. And now as we move into everything's kind of switching into Aries, Jupiter's going to move into Aries. Um, 
remind me exactly what in May that also was happening this month. So that's a, a big thing. Jupiter moves about once a year and it, with its retrogrades, it comes back. So it'll be in Pisces again later on this fall, but then it goes back into Aries again. So starting in May, you know, this month, we're going to have Jupiter and Aries. So if you are an Aries, you're an Aries sun, you have an Aries moon, anything with an Aries flavor, if you're anything fire sign is going to be in harmony with Jupiter at this time. And so really Jupiter is again, that planet of great blessings and love and joy and all the things. Some people call it the Santa Claus planet. I don't buy into that, but mm. you know, it's like, it's that it's generous. It's a giving energy. So it's going to be an Aries. It's just like, go, go, go. And so I am an Aries sun, so I'm into it. I'm like, what do you got? <laughs> so we'll see what's <laughs> going to happen. So um, Jupiter will start to retrograde in July. So that's when it's going to kind of backpedal through Aries again, get a little bit back into Pisces, like I said, and then it'll move forward again into Aries again. So fully that will happen um, after like, say, Thanksgiving time. So, you know, if you're Aries, you're Pisces, if you've been, if you had Aries, if you've had, if you have a Pisces strong in your chart somewhere, um, it's been kind of a lovely time having Jupiter in Pisces. Jupiter loves to be in Pisces. It's a ruler of Pisces. So it's just happy. So that's been nice. So it's always kind of cool to watch where Jupiter is going to be or where it's been in terms of growth. And then, hey, next year it'll be in Taurus when it hits on some important planets for you guys for the podcast too. So, so that's kind of a cool thing. That's a lot to process. It's a lot to process. <laughs> and I'm still, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to put any energy into all the thoughts in my head about our vacation. No, that, don't. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Not We're even fine. saying it out loud. We'll be together. We'll work <laughs> through it. Yes. It'll be great. Yes. Yeah. Have, you know, get a, yeah, get a drink in you when you get there. You'll be fine. Yeah. I, I plan on it. <laughs> it so, is yeah. all inclusive. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so I think May will be a busier month than we've had in a little bit of time. But again, I don't like to make like, ooh, it's going to be horrible or this or that. I think everything is so personal and individual. And I think there's opportunities abound in every every aspect of, of time that comes up. So, okay. Well, thanks. This has been just beautiful. I have one last question, oh, yeah. and it's actually for both of you, because mm -hmm. although we did not talk about it, although we have in the past, Anna is also a medium, which mm -hmm. we mentioned. Mm -hmm. So I just have like totally, again, going back to the five-year-old child asking you questions. <laughs> what's the craziest experience you guys have ever had since you've like tapped into the side of yourself? Hmm. Or, or equally most profound moment? Um, do you know yours? I mean, I have some contenders in my head, but I don't know if it's the most or the, um, I mean, I, when I was a student medium and so that means I was doing them for free, I did a reading for a lady and I sat for 20 minutes and talked ad nauseum about her husband and all the things, the places they had traveled, the things he wanted for her in her life and all this. And she was like, yes, yes, yes. Everything was on point. And to find out that he was in fact alive, but had dementia. <gasps> oh. oh my. And I didn't know what to do with that. I'm yeah. still not a hundred percent sure what to do with that. She's like, well, he's next door at my house. We're at her friend's house. And I was like, oh. like I saw every place they went to and they had traveled extensively and like all this stuff. And she was like, yep. Mm -hmm, yep. And it was amazing. And, um, he's alive but he is not cognitively cognitively with us that's crazy right um i think and maybe because it's just fresh in my head last night 
one of the people that I read was a dude. And for some reason, I'm always drawn to the dudes. Uh, and there's it's usually true. only Isn't one. Isn't your spiritual guide a guy? Yeah. Yes, Frank. Yeah. Um, so I had, so normally when we do these message services, I don't start to like, Christy goes before me because we go in alphabetical order. So when we start, normally if Christy's going, I don't like get the messages yet. I normally like am like, okay, who am I talking to? Like who, who am I going to go to? And then once I get in front of that person, that's when the messages start coming. But she was in the middle of her message yesterday and I was like downloading stuff for the guy in the room. And I was like, oh my God, this never happens. And it was like, pew, 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 like just all of this stuff going on. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to like put this together. So I'm asking spirit. I'm like, can you like, give me like a song or something to go, to go into it. And it was the fucking wallflowers, one headlight. And I'm like, I don't understand this. And I'm like, okay. So in my head, and this is like going a million miles a minute. It was like, okay. Uh, Jacob Dylan is the lead singer of the wallflowers. His dad was Bob Dylan and he was very dark. He wore like the, um, he had black hair and like just wore black all the time. And it was like all of these connections and then strawberry fields forever came into my head too. But I was like, no, I'm not going to say that because my shirt had strawberries on it. I'm like, I think I'm just picking up my shirt. That doesn't make sense. So all of this stuff was like downloading before I even got there. So then, but however, the name Mitch kept coming into my head and I don't typically get names. So I'm like, I don't understand Mitch. So I started it and I'm like, can you, okay, first, it, does anybody know Mitch? And it was Beth. And she was like, I do, but I feel like you can't read me because I run this too. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, that's great because I have a ton of stuff to tell this guy right here. So I went up to him. I'm like, can I come to you? And he's like, yeah. So I'm doing all of the stuff I'm talking about. And like five seconds before, or like uh, a few minutes before, Christy had said to me, it had referenced Johnny Cash. So like all in black was in my head too. And when that stuff happens, I'm like, okay, am I thinking this because she just said that to me? Or am I thinking this because this is what spirit is saying to me? So anyway, I gave the guy the reading. Everything was spot on for him. He totally got it. So after the, um, the, a whole service last night, he came up to me and he's like, Hey, so I just wanted to let you know, he's like, those are strawberries on your shirt. Right. I go, yes. And like who wears strawberries on their shirt, like a toddler. So I go, yes. And he goes, I saw a medium a little while ago and she told me to pay attention to the strawberries. <gasps> and she also took, I know. And she also told him, she's like, and then she talked about the song Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. I'm like, oh my God, I fucking heard it in my head. But I was like, I didn't want to say it because I thought it was connected to my shirt. So I didn't think that was for you. Yeah. So like when he validated that, that's the thing. Like if you ever go see a medium, like always validate stuff for them because when we know that we're on the right track, like wow. that's just really right? nice for us to know. So like that whole, and I mean- yeah. Just crazy. Like that whole connection there yeah. was awesome. So that to me, and again, because it was fresh last night is the one that came to my head. And can wow. I just add on to that? Cause it's so just funny how this all works. Um, Beth, the first reading that she did, she called up two spirits, John and June. And I'm like, Oh, Johnny cash totally like in my head. <laughs> so then that came up with the man in black thing. And I was like, so then this morning I'm at home and I'm in my bedroom 
Sorry, my and, dogs are seeing a dog. I'm sorry. No, it's Dan's home. <laughs> and um, on our dresser was things from the Johnny Cash Museum. Because we had gone there like in October when we went down for the Bills game. And I was like, why? Well, Johnny Cash, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Here? So, yeah, he's been stalking us. Well, and bit. Bob Dylan's been stalking me. And for, years. for some reason, the wallflowers have been stalking me yeah. for years. Bob Dylan within the past like month. I'm like, why is he everywhere? Yeah. What's going on? What? Yeah. So pay attention to those yeah. things. We don't always know what they reason. mean, but there's yeah. a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's totally a thing. Nobody's stalking me, but I'd be, <laughs> I'm open to it, Zach Efron and Tom Holland. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. Well, yeah. that was super cool. So this has been completely everything I thought it was going to be. I know. This was so this great. This was so fun. Um, And I know you have a code for our listeners. Yes. Yes. And it's just. And, yeah. and let us know how they can book with you. Okay. Yes. So you can go to my website, which is www.henscrossing.com. And that's Hen H. Hens, H-E-N-S is my maiden name. And so that's, and there's a story there, which I won't. Well, actually, no. My cousins and I had cottages across the street from each other as children. And someone because we were always running back and forth across the street someone put a sign up that said hens crossing and it was like a chick with little like mom and chick <laughs> oh so it was cute so when i was like oh crossing and i don't know it's kind of like maybe it doesn't make sense to everybody but it works for me so mm -hmm. you can sign up there there's a link on literally every page that says schedule now online you can go to my instagram and there's a link tree there which will take you to my website to what's my your instagram Sorry. Um, it's hens.crossing because okay. there was no hens crossing available. Um, so that is there as well. Um, so I think those are the, probably the easiest ways to find. I have a live calendar online so you can look and see what's available, what drives with your calendar. The code will be LJG41. So, you know, your your initials for the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll be 15% off any reading. Um, so it doesn't gonna, it won't work for classes and stuff like that, but for um, readings. So the 30 or 60 minute readings. Which I'm going to be signing up for shortly after <laughs> you take my house. LJG41. Yeah. And it's the number four. The number four. Yep. Yeah. LJG41 like channel four you know four <laughs> one um so yeah so that's fun so that'll be a thing so yeah and if that doesn't work you know you can find me some other way i'm not that hard to find but... you can also dm us yes yeah yes, yes. We'll put um, you in touch with her yeah for sure and we'll tag you in the post tomorrow cool too. well thank you so much thank for coming you on. Yes, this was so this fun was awesome I'm super worried about our vacation, but oh my god, it's stop! Great. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it is. It is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a total eclipse of your pod. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you I for naming it. the episode. I we know. Appreciate so it. So great. Well, thanks, guys. Right, we hope thanks. you enjoyed this. Okay. Bye. Bye.